You are listening to a Cold Lake Community Church podcast. We hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families connect. Well, praise the Lord. We're together again. Just praising the Lord. Good to be back home. I kept in touch with what was going on here. The media is a great thing, great thing. I listened to his voice, the different things that were going on. Even checked the webcam, the cam, make sure no one was breaking into the church. Great stuff. Amen. We had a great time with Lance and Cindy and Mackenzie and Lucas and Libby. And uh, so we're all ready to go again. Winner's Circle, number two. We're going to talk about patience today. If you're going to be a winner, you've got to have patience. Amen? Hebrews chapter 10. We'll start off with Hebrews chapter 10, verse 32 to 39. I'm going to read this from the New Living Translation. Verse 32. Think back on those early days when you first learned about Christ. Remember how you remained faithful even though it meant terrible suffering. Sometimes you were exposed to public ridicule and were beaten. Sometimes you helped others who were suffering the same things. You suffered along with those who were thrown into jail. And when all you owned was taken from you, you accepted it with joy. You knew there was better things waiting for you that will last forever. So do not throw away this confidence. Trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do the Lord God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. For in just a little while, the coming one will come and will not delay. And my righteous ones will live by faith. But I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. But we are not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. We are the faithful ones whose souls are being saved. Two Sundays ago, I began this series called Winner's Circle. The reason I'm doing series now is because I'm potentially a long-winded speaker. And so to say everything that I want to say in one message just don't do it justice. So uh, I'm doing my messages in two or three messages to get the whole truth across to you. So we say that if you're born again, then you've been born to win. 
That's what the Bible says. You are a winner. God didn't save you to be a loser. We are winners through his mighty power that the Bible says is at work in us. You were born to win when you were born again. You need to know that winning doesn't come easy. Everyone knows that, right? That's no big revelation. Along the way, we will have struggles, we'll have problems, we'll have difficulties. But be patient. You're going to win. Amen? We are focused on the finish line in the Christian race, but we must learn to run the race with patience. Please understand that God's delays are not denials. When you've prayed and prayed and prayed and nothing's happening, it don't mean that God is denying you your request. There are times when God answers our prayers quickly. And that's great. There are other times when this is not the case. Days run into weeks, weeks into months, and still no answer. And that's when you need to learn patience. Because if you believe the promises of God's word is true, if it don't happen today, then it may happen tomorrow. If it don't happen this month, maybe next month. But there's one thing I'm certain of. The Bible says that all of the promises of God are yes and amen for those who believe. So I'm going to trust in God's word. It is encouraging to know that when we pray, we know that God hears the prayers that we, and we receive the answer. If we pray in the will of God. If we pray according to his will, the Bible tells us we know that he hears us. And if he hears us, he will answer. The answer is yes, if it's according to his will. The answer is no, if we ask with wrong motive. James talks about that, and he said, sometimes you have not because you ask not, and then when you ask, you ask amiss. You ask with a wrong motive. But sometimes the answer is wait. If the time is not right, if it doesn't line up with God's timing, I may have to wait for my answer. It doesn't mean that you're not a victor. The Bible says it's common to have to experience a waiting period. It don't mean that you're defeated. It don't mean that you are not a triumphant Christian. It just means that God 
has something wonderful, more, more appropriate than you or I could ever imagine. Often when God delays an answer to prayer, he has something better in store for you and I. I heard a story one time of two teardrops that were floating down the river. And they, they, they were close together, and so they were talking to one another. And one teardrop said, I'm a teardrop from a, a young girl who was forsaken by her lover. And the other one said, well, I'm the teardrop from the girl that got him. What we see as rejection or defeat, God will turn into eventual victory for you. I'm sure you've heard the old saying, patience is a virtue. It's not a direct quote from the Bible, but the Bible has much to say about patience. I came across a definition of patience in my studies for this message, and it says this, to be patient is to endure discomfort without complaint. To endure discomfort without complaint. This calls into play some other virtues, specifically self-control, humility, generosity. Patience is not a fundamental virtue so much as it is a complex of other virtues. James chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, in the New King James Version, it goes like this, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Now, to have patience when it says you'll be perfect, it doesn't mean that you'll be sinless. That's not what it means. It, it, it has a connotation of, of maturity. It'll help you to grow. New Living Testament says when your faith is tested, your patient has a chance to grow. It could be that my waiting period is God's way of perfecting my faith, preparing me for my miracle. Our foundational scriptures display three encouraging points that we need to embrace as we walk with the Lord every day. Number one, remember past blessings. When things are not going the way you think it should, when God is not answering when you think he should, remember past blessings. Hebrews 10.32 says, think back on those early days when you first learned about Christ. Remember how you remained faithful even though it meant terrible suffering. Now one of the things about this is the fact that although they went through terrible suffering, God brought them through. And you can think about times in your life when things weren't so good. Some of the things that happened in some of your life, you wouldn't, 
you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. But God brought you through it. Okay, so remember past blessings. Satan will lie to you, but you've got to remember God's past performance in your life, what he has done. He never failed you yet. He's not going to fail you now. Okay? He's not going to fail you now. Even when you were in a spiritual battle, when things looked dark and hopeless, Remember how God brought you through? And I know that even as I'm speaking, there's a hundred different stories going on. As you remember sometimes some hard trials, some difficulties, some heartaches, some disappointments. And when you were going through that, you thought that you'd never, it would never end. But the sun did shine in your life again. God did come through for you. And now that, that heartache, that disappointment is just a memory. You're not losing any sleep over that anymore because God has taken it away from you. In spite of it all, God gave you the victory. Through the heartache and the tears, you experienced the peace of God because the power of God was at work in your life. And every born-again believer, you can be assured of that. The power of God is at work in your life. Never doubt his desire, his ability to bless you with victory, to cause you to triumph. He has a good plan for your life. Trust him to fulfill it. Even if you can't see how it could be done right now, you know that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. When your imagination is just drawn a blank, you can't think of anything that could happen that could change this situation. God is able to do even more than that. Remember, you were born to win. Difficult times don't last forever. It just seems like forever. When you're going through it, it seems like it'll never end. But it's not going to last forever. Amen? The psalmist, Psalm 30, verse 5 says, Weeping may last for a night. But joy comes in the morning. You can count on that, folks. You can count on it. If you'll indulge me to once more, because I've, I've, I've quoted this song before. It's an old Gator song. And it goes like this. Joy comes in the morning, it's called. If you knelt beside the rubble of an aching, broken heart, when the things you gave your life to fell apart. You're not the first to be acquainted with sorrow, grief, and pain. But the master promised sunshine after rain. It goes on to say, hold on, my child. Joy comes in the morning. Weeping only lasts for the night. 
The darkest hour means dawn is just in sight. Praise the Lord. This very day could be your day. Your trial could be coming to an end today. Your heartache could be coming to an end today. Your disappointment could be turned into joy and rejoicing today. Because our God is faithful. Don't complain, because when we complain, we lose faith. Do you hear me? When you start complaining, you're losing faith. Because with God, there's hope. There's joy. There's peace. There is victory. The child of God's got nothing to complain about. We know what to expect from the enemy. We're not ignorant, the Bible says, of his devices. And so we keep our eyes on him. We keep trusting his word, leaning on his promises. And we know we're going to be victorious. We stop walking in the spirit and we begin walking in the flesh when we start complaining. Walking in the flesh is leaning to our own understanding. is trying to figure it out up here. But the born again believer is governed by here. Spirit. Spirit communicating with the Holy Spirit. The human spirit communicating with the Holy Spirit. It doesn't have to make sense. If God said it, you believe it. Even if you can't understand it. Because when we walk in the flesh, we walk leaning to our own understanding. Then we walk into the devil's trap. The psalmist said, don't lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. Do you remember at the end of Moses' life, God had directed him to go to Mount Nebo. His life was over. He wasn't sick. Still strong as ever. But he couldn't go across into the promised land because he had doubted God. God directed him to go to Mount Nebo to, to die. And his last thing that he said was to recount the mighty miracles of God to the children of Israel. He reminded them of how God brought them out of Egypt through the Red Sea. How God brought water out from a rock. How God fed them with manna in the wilderness. How God gave them shoes that didn't wear out. Clothing that didn't wear out. And he reminded them of the many miracles that God performed for them along the way. And it was all to the intent that they would decide within their own spirits. If God did that for us back then, he's the same God today. Will he not do the same for us as we cross over to Jordan into the promised land? Remember what God has done in the past. 
Expect him to do even greater things in the future. We have seen God do some miraculous things for us as a congregation. But we haven't seen anything yet if we will put our faith and our trust in God. God is preparing us for something that is just amazing that we can't even imagine right now. This little room here will only be good enough for a prayer meeting. When God is allowed to do what he plans to do for Coal Lake. Coal Lake Community Church, if we get 10% of the population of Coal Lake Community Church, we would have somewhere around 1,400 people in the congregation. And it'd still be a mission field then. Folks, believe God for great things. And so remember past blessings, but this, listen, don't quit. When you're in battle, you're going to have times when you're driven back some. You're going to have times when you're just plateaued. But there's going to be times when you go through in victory. And we've got a great leader. Our Lord Jesus Christ is leading the battle. And so Hebrews 10.35 says, Do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings. Don't throw away your confidence in God's word. Don't throw away your confidence in the, in the promises that he has made to his church. The same God who brought you through past trials will bring you through this one. Don't give up. The, the goal is in sight. Keep on keeping on. Refuse to quit. The battle is really not yours. It's the Lord's. And it's the same for the church. And it's the same for each individual. You're going through your own special time of need right now. Trust God to take you through it. Amen? The Lord will fight for you. The battle is the Lord's, not yours. We are tempted many times to cast away our confidence. Listen to this. There's no, there is no victory for quitters. The victory is for the one that crosses the finish line. Everyone who crosses the finish line is a winner. Amen? The Bible says that we are more than conquerors. Let me, let me tell you about the... There's a guy, a, a pastor named Shambach. He's gone on to be with the Lord now. But he was a rough old soul and said it like it was. He tells a story... That, He's illustrating the more than a conqueror. He says the prize fighter goes into the ring, does a fight for a million dollars, wins the fight and comes home with the million dollar check and gives it to his wife. And he says the prize fighter is the conqueror and his wife is more than a conqueror. <laughs> she got the prize. 
The Bible says that we are more than conquerors. We're often tempted to quit, to cast away our confidence, but there's no victory for quitters. Winners keep going until the race is over. Winners finish the race. Everyone who finishes is a winner. When David went out to face Goliath, he went out with confidence. 1 Samuel 17, 45 and 46, David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defeated. This day the Lord will give, deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. You see, David knew that he could whip Goliath because God had enabled him to kill a lion and to kill a bear. He was going to take that giant's head. The God who gave him a victory in the past could give him victory once more. Remember, you are an overcomer. You are a winner. You can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. And our God is the God of the past, the present, and the future. So, remember the past blessings. Don't quit. And number three, remain committed. Hebrews 10.36, patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. Patient endurance. Do God's will, and then you'll receive all that he has promised. This verse is saying that we must remain committed to God's purpose. Continue to, to do the known will of God. When you know what God requires of you, do it. It is a sin not to do what God says for you to do. Do this and you will be assured of receiving all that he has promised. It means to endure, to continue, to be steadfast, to be strong. It means to hang in there and not to give up. That's what patience is. It also refers to obedience, continue to do God's will. Not just once, but as a continual thing, day by day by day. Every morning I get up, I choose to serve the Lord. I choose to do what is right. I can choose to do what is wrong. I can choose to ignore the word of God but I choose to listen to what God says. Patience is not just sitting around and waiting for God to do what you can do. You get that? Patience is not just sitting around and waiting for God to do what you can do. God will never do what you can do. God is in the business of doing what you can't do. 
He's the God of the impossible. He's the God of more than enough. He's the God of victory, of power, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Staying in the will of God is how you demonstrate faith in God by continuing to do what he asked you to do as a believer. And this is the way you win. Keep on serving. Keep on submitting. Keep on obeying. Keep on praying. Keep on witnessing. Keep on living for Jesus. That's commitment in a nutshell. He didn't save us to warm a seat. He saved us to be members in his army. Going forth. Winning victory after victory after victory. Amen? So in conclusion, Ernie. As we conclude, let's consider verse 37 and 39. For in just a little while, the coming one will come and will not delay. And the righteous ones will live by faith. The King James Version says, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The righteous ones shall live by faith. But I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. We are not like those who turn away from God to, do their, own, to their own destruction. We are the faithful ones whose souls are being saved. Those who do not turn back. But we keep on keeping on. We have been encouraged to remember past blessings. Don't give up. Don't quit. I don't know who made this, this, this statement, but I'm going to, but I say amen to it. I'll just read it to you. Let, listen to this. When you, even when you can't see, never doubt in the darkness what God has shown you in the light. Let me say that again. Never doubt in the darkness what God has shown you in the light. When things are going right, when things are going well, when you've got a sane mind, when you're not falling all to pieces over what is taking place in your life, but you've got an opportunity to read the Word. You get into church. Everything is going good. You're hearing the good Word of God, and you're excited about what the Word is being preached. When you are in the light, when you are at your best, when you can understand and, in, and take in what God is saying, and you can shout, Amen, and you believe it with all your heart, and then when the darkness comes, when the enemy starts pressing in upon you, don't doubt then what God has shown you in the light, what God has made real to your heart. Hold on to that because that's real. That's victory. That assures you the promises of God will never fail. Amen? Don't doubt in the darkness what God has shown you in the light. The king is coming. He will be right on time. He will not be late. There's going to come a time 
when the trumpet is going to sound and the dead in Christ will rise first and those who are alive and remain that belong to Jesus will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. That's what the Bible says. That's what the victorious life is all about. Even if we do not get what we prayed for down here, even if things don't, the end of the story, end of my story, is not what I had dreamed it would be. There is coming a day that whether I go by the way of the grave or I go by the way of the rapture, things are going to be different. Things are going to be better. The Bible says the eye has not seen, the ear has not heard, and neither has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him and who serve him. Seventy-five years down here is nothing compared to eternity. A hundred years is nothing compared to eternity. Amen? We don't always get immediate results, immediate answers to our prayers. We face each battle, each hardship, and each heartache, believing his word. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And as the Hebrew children said to the wicked king, you may throw us in that furnace, and we believe that God will take us through that furnace, that fire. And then they said, but even if he don't, we still won't bow to you. We will only worship God of heaven. We claim the victory in the name of Jesus. So run the race with patience. You're a winner. Let's not get too comfortable here on this earth. God has something better planned in eternity for you and I. Listen, let me just give you a little glimpse of what God has for us. Revelation chapter 21, verses 3 and 4, and I'm closing with this. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself be, will be with them, and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, or sorrow, or crying, neither shall there be any pain, for the former things have passed away. All my friends... I'm enjoying every moment of my life here on this earth. And I'm not particularly interested in dying anytime soon. But I want you to know the last breath I take round here, I step from time into eternity, and these are the sort of things that are prepared for me and for everyone who believes. So regardless of what you think my life is like, I want to declare to you, I'm a winner. Amen? And so are you if you love the Lord. Lord bless you guys. Walk in power and walk in victory.
If you have a need today, if you need to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you need healing for your body, if you need direction for your life, whatever your need may be, there are people here today, this morning, that will come and will pray with you. You just come. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your word again today. I pray, Lord, that you will make this real to our hearts, Lord. I pray that the truth of your word, you said you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I pray that some people will be set free today by the power of God. And Lord, bless our time of fellowship in the foyer, Lord, as we leave this room. We dedicate this room to you right now, a place of prayer, a hallowed place where people can meet with the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You have been listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. We hope that you've been blessed by this teaching from Cold Lake Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families connect.